Sorry, let me start again. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, Merry Christmas and welcome to the Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute. I'm Alex Robinson. Oh, I'm Alex. <laughs> I can't do voices anymore. I'm Andy Robinson. <laughs> Andy Robinson, you are. <laughs> you okay? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Claus of Santa, I am. <laughs> And together we are the Godfather, Godfather Minute Brothers. Brothers. How are you doing this week? I'm doing well. How are Good. you? I'm doing all right. Good. My voice is weak. Yeah, well, yeah, that's understandable. You've been podcasting 24-7. It's true. Seems like every time I'd reach out to you, you're podcasting. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lifestyle. Are you, what are you, two-timing on me? <laughs> Would you go to podcasting school and get stupid? <laughs> uh, today we're talking about Minute 94. Minute 94. Minuto. You want to take a guess? You can do it. Numero. You got to keep going. I'm a coach. I'm a, I'm a language coach. Come on. Come on. Uh, Give me all you got. 89. <laughs> you just cuatro. said. Cuatro. Something cuatro. You just said uh, 89. Okay. So you're close. Come on. Think of 90. Uh, 90. 89 plus cuatro. Sa- same letter. It's Novanta. Novanta. Cuatro. Cuatro. Novanta cuatro. Novanta cuatro. Novanta cuatro. Novanto. Novanta. Novanta. V. V. Novanta. V as in Victor. As in your boy Victor got picked up for a petty theft. you don't even know about. I just saw some scenes of GF2 yesterday. Didn't make you eager to watch You fly around with men all over the world. I use you like a whore. You're not my father. I can't wait to get to the beginning of GF2. Can't Dude, those voices good. Yeah, yeah. I think when I th- overthink it, that's when yeah. I mess it up. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I need money. <laughs> uh, well, so we're talking about Minute 94. Mm-hmm. 94. Got some good minutes coming up. Uh, a minute 94, uh, the family finishes welcoming Don back from the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, in his, I guess that's, is that their like bed, guest bedroom or something? I don't know what that room is that they're in. Uh... I think it's his bedroom. And Puzo wrote that they had converted. I don't. I think it's his bedroom to be a basically a hospital room, so they could fit all the machinery and all the supplies there. So you're saying uh, the Don and Miss and Mama have separate bedrooms? I don't know. Hmm. I don't think Puzo wrote about that. <laughs> Come on, that's taboo. Because it's into details. Yeah. <laughs> so, some details are are, are are you know. We're talking about Don Corleone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they gather around him, and then the um, the uh, all the ladies and Carlo are kicked out, and then the men mm-hmm. folk can get down to discussing business. Oh, how humiliating being Carlo kicked out with all the the ladies and children! I never noticed it before, but the, the fact that like Carlo does get kicked out, and and they make there's a point of Sonny saying, "Okay, you too, Carlo, you too. Come on, go mm-hmm. on, go on." Mm-hmm. They're shuffling. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Fredo learned uh, how to clear a room. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> I can't control him, Mikey. <laughs> yeah. So so, and then they and immediately after that, you see Carlo sulking outside, and he yeah. like snaps at Connie about yeah, show yeah. up and sit at the table. Mm-hmm. I never noticed that that was laying the groundwork for him being. Yeah. This is the first time you see Carlo as like the jerk. 
Yeah, not yeah. the jerk, but I think so, right? Yeah, I don't think you see him yeah. being a jerk yet. Yeah, this is the first time. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do have some stuff about Carlo from the book, which we'll get into later. This oh, okay. Minute. Yeah, we'll some really it. interesting insights. Uh, I was surprised that uh, Fredo was allowed to stay. How come? Well, you know, he's Fredo. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly, in the book, Fredo isn't even there. He's already in Las Vegas. Mm. Yeah, they quote recovering this whole time he's been in shock. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that next yeah. week more too. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think I'm surprised that Fredo isn't you know relegated to the to the to the outside. Yeah, you think because he's susceptible to to uh, being approached by the opponents no just because he's like like he it seems like he belongs more in the uh like not a decision maker kind of guy oh downstairs with carlo yeah carlo and the ladies oh. and the children because you know well, he, and children they can afford to be careless yeah <laughs> fredo has definitely been careless throughout yeah, exactly. throughout That's all the funny. movies well i think there's still he'd still fredo does have a crew he does. Yeah, because in GF2, <gasps> the scene that I... Fredo's crew. Oh, no, that must be tough. the biggest bunch of misfits and losers. That's <laughs> crap. <laughs> They're all, they all talk. Oh, just like, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> he has to pick them all up at the airport. <laughs> all, the, all the menial roles. I wish he'd seen in, some of his crew. That would have been a fun Yeah. Idea. Well, we can maybe in bonus content, we can start mm. to write some deleted scenes. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I remember in GF2, which I just saw a little bit of yesterday, Michael... Right after there's an assassination attempt or murder attempt on on Michael mm-hmm. at the end of the party, uh, Michael gives control the entire control of the family to Hagen. He says, yeah. "You've you have, I'm entrusting the lives of my wife and children with you. You control everything. Rocco, Al, Fredo's Fredo, Fredo's men. I think he's Fredo's, Fredo's crew." <laughs> so Fredo's crew. That'll be a spinoff sitcom. It'll have to be a sitcom. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, or it could be like a like a like a, a drama that's that's kind of kind of dark, but it has a lot of humor, like The Sopranos. Okay, you know, it's it, yeah. it wasn't a comedy, but there certainly was a lot of comedic. Yeah, uh, comedic. now I'm trying to think of who would be in his crew, like what uh-huh. what famous actors you know would be part of Fredo's crew, mm. like Stevie Shemi and uh, <laughs> <laughs> are they misfits and incompetence? Or it might even be funnier if they're re- if they're very competent and respectable, but they're in these positions where they have to take orders from a guy who just they have to give respect to this guy who they clearly don't respect. It's part of the job, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I imagine being, like it's the kind of thing where you get assigned to Fredo's crew, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, you just gotta like. It's almost like being uh, like in the minor leagues. You just have yeah. to tough it out and hope yeah. your pitching arm <laughs> comes back and you get promoted back to back to the uh, majors. Um. Yeah. So then we cut this little scene. Did you want to talk more about the opening part? The opening of the scene. Yeah. This. Yeah. Where they're, where they're kicking the family. Yeah. Out. It's interesting. I I like it's it's a. I don't know if you call it a montage, but it's a few seconds of several different scenes. First, the women and children mm-hmm. uh, and Carlo get kicked out of the room. I do like the shutting of the door mm-hmm. on the camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's used at least one other time. I think at the end of GF one. Where Kay is looking in on the room and yeah, the door's the, closed that's on the, her. The iconic scene yeah. of uh, So yeah. the people who can afford to be careless are outside the room and all the people who can't mm. afford to be careless are inside the room. 
Uh, then there's a, you think that's how they check everyone? They go, dude, do you have any cares? And you're like, oh, I got a lot of cares. Okay, you can stick around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you worried about something? No, I'm fine. Oh, you wait outside. Okay, with you wait outside else. with Johnny. He's there's not many cares anymore. <laughs> and then it, right after that, I thought it was cool how it cuts right to the the wives in the kitchen, mm-hmm. the wives and mama in uh-huh. the kitchen preparing mm-hmm. food. Yeah, their domain. Yeah, you immediately see them getting kicked out, and then you see what their their sphere of influence, their domain. Yeah, right. And then it cuts to outside. You see the button men guarding the front gate, mm-hmm. and one of them inside playing with the children. So it's this. Oh, and you see Carlo. Uh, Connie says to him, um, "What's the matter what, with what's you? What's the matter with you? <laughs> Shut up. Set the table. Yeah. So it's all these little scenelets. I call yeah. them scenelets. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna. So when they're playing ball with the um, kids, yeah. Uh, I was, I don't want to sound like I'm a racist, mm-hmm. but I, it looked to me, it looked like the guy who was throwing the ball with back and forth with them was, mm-hmm. was, uh, Pauly. Really? <laughs> I mean, the guy just looked like Pauly to me. Oh. He had like, the, he was kind of like skinny, lanky, and he had yeah. kind of like a, a bigger bouffant kind of a hairdo kind of thing. I'm sure it wasn't, <laughs> but, or maybe it was just footage that they originally planned that was supposed to be earlier in the movie. Oh, and they just be. kind of, oh, no one's going to notice it. We'll just, you know. Yeah, Just I wonder. That scene here. It did look like the wedding scene, kind of at the gate. Yeah, and it could, sunny. Yeah, it and, could be, or you know, other. Oh. So, uh, or maybe right after the dawn first got hit. Although yeah. that was something that was winter time. So, uh, but anyway, That's right, yeah. but anyway, it's well, so, uh, it, I have a, an explanation for why it looked like uh, Polly. Why? Because it was Polly's understudy. Now mm. that Polly's been whacked. His understudy has stepped up and filled that role. And, of course, he looks like him because an understudy has to yeah. look the same for performances, Alex. This is all a musical, you know. <laughs> it's true. He had to, now he has to do like comments on people's dancing. Yeah. He has to call people jerks and all that stuff. <laughs> He's still working on the accent. He's like, oh, Marone, if I could get into that wedding purse. <laughs> He's only British. <laughs> I haven't quite cracked the road yet. <laughs> I see Paulie as a sick man. <laughs> Jerk, jerk thou art, stupidest. <laughs> He's so British. <laughs> like, no, no, we didn't hire you to, to quote Shakespeare. Well, what, did you, what, did you go to Shakespeare College to get stupid? We need you to play it straight. Is there any tomato as sweet as, <laughs> as thine wedding purse? Um, are you Ben Voya? What, are you here to make the peace? <laughs> what about more? Go do your job. <laughs> That's the extent of the Shakespeare that, uh, <laughs> yeah. that the Don knows. What are what are the other classic Shakespeare lines? The famous uh, ones we can parody. No, we got uh, Jack Waltz. My horse, like my kingdom for a horse. <laughs> <laughs> my movies, just to show you I'm not hard hearted. I get my own kingdom for a horse. Yeah, I really can't think of more Shakespeare classic lines. To uh, be or not to be, I guess there's some Romeo and Juliet. Uh, there's a bunch of them that yeah. you might not realize are from uh, yeah. Shakespeare. Yeah, uh, like right. um, do we, do we just do one of these last week? Where we're trying to figure out what a line from Shakespeare were, and it was from a yeah. poem, whatever. It was. No, I thought it was from Frank Sinatra. It's better to love. Oh, right, last. right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Frank Sinatra called the shots for all those guys, so it's it's not surprising. So that's what I have for the intro. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I do have one other thing from the book on page two forty eight. Puzo wrote, uh, "The mall itself was made impregnable 
button men were moved into the extra houses because, <laughs> you know, the mall has a bunch of houses. It's, it's not just it's compound. Yeah. It's a compound. Yeah. Button men were moved into the extra houses. The tenants sent on vacations to their native villages in Italy. All expenses paid. So question. Yeah. So the, the Corleones have tenants. Yeah, I remember we we looked at this many, many, many minutes ago. There are several houses. Many, many, many minutes ago. <laughs> there are several houses, and he he just has visitors and tenants and people living there, and he supports them. And but when he needs someone to move in, he kind of relocates them. Now I don't know if they're living and working there in in the business of the family, yeah, or if they're just kind of guests temporarily because i know carlo was hoping to get moved after he married connie he was hoping to get moved into one of those houses but it had not yet happened Mm. yeah so what did it say to they to go back to their homes in sicily yeah the tenants sent on vacations to their native villages in italy all expenses paid so they're all they're all off the boat people sounds like yeah interesting yeah are they people maybe who are this, this? Maybe this is almost like Ellis Island, where this is like you stay as until you get settled. Oh, in, maybe until they assign you to a different, you know, yeah, maybe a different place or whatever. Yeah. All right. This we, like they we would need... send you back to Italy. <laughs> they could just put you up in a hotel or something during the. Yeah, well, it says Fuzzo Road vacations back to the yeah. native villages, so probably to go visit family. I guess so. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. All expense paid. <laughs> yeah. I like the. I like the. The idea that Hagen is managing those people and directing them. All right, we need we need three people to fill in Tessio's crew. So these three tenants, you'll you've you've completed your probation period in in this house. Someone like doesn't want to get roomed with like Luca Brazzi. Like, no, please not Luca Brazzi. Yeah. Guy stays up all night whittling. It's a callback to, Drinking, our, right? to our original yeah, world. Wow. Many make statues. Of- <laughs> Yeah, I'd like it, to live in a compound. I think we need to live in a compound. A compound or a commune? Either one. Okay. I would say more compound than commune. How come? Well, compound, I imagine there being, everyone has like their own house. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas commune, I imagine everyone shares a house. And that seems mm-hmm. like it could get more, like having some some personal space where you could say, okay, this is yeah. where we're in charge of this part. And, you know, yeah, I, I feel like you, you have that your would be fun private space. What do you think? Should we do it? Should we? Uh, Why not? Yeah. Just have to find a couple of houses for sale near each other. Uh, Actually, by well, the way, they I have can... to be on a compound though. They can't just be near each other. They have to be like like oh, in its own like one driveway to oh, all the houses or something. Like, they can't it, just yeah. be like next door neighbors or I something. Mean, I'm sure if we looked hard enough, we could find land, yeah. and we'd have to build houses out there. Uh, I know someone who was looking to uh, buy a home, and um, part of the complications is this person has. Um, like elderly relatives and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if he moved, he had to take that take that into account. Mm-hmm. And he actually looked, and uh, there was a motel for sale. Oh. And he's like, huh? Like he's like, we could buy the buy the motel, put my relatives up in some of the rooms, and then we could rent the other rooms out as like hotel rooms Whoa. for people. But uh, interesting idea. Yeah. So uh, so that that's kind of a wow. Uh, a, yeah. That's that's what I would like. And you could definitely arm a compound like that, a motel. You know, mm-hmm. a couple of the upper second floor rooms with the... Oh, second weapons. floor. I like you're ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it wouldn't be a motel anymore. It would be a hotel. Uh, I think right? it could still be a, a motel. Okay. I think a hotel, the difference is that the doors open up into hallways. 
mm. and a motel they open up onto outdoors. Oh, okay. I think that's the difference. That's the difference. Hmm. But it could be wrong. That would make sense. I guess it also depends because obviously in like areas where it's tropical and nice, probably more hotels don't have hallways. They mm-hmm. probably just open up onto. Yeah. Anyway. I thought the difference was in motels, you just have to mow the grass because it's all first floor. That's why it's called a motel. Mm. Do you know who I am? I'm Motel. <laughs> that should have yeah. been his name because he's because he runs a casino. So <laughs> motel. Mo, and then his his nickname is really Tell. Right. Or like his name was like Mo Telenakis or something. Oh, he just called yeah. Motel. <laughs> well, that's when he was referring that scene to making his bones. That's what he meant. He just, like, built motels. Yeah. And he's like, I, I'm Mo. He gave the same speech 15 years earlier. Do you know who I am? I'm Motel. I built this 10 room <laughs> establishment while you were still in high school. Motel. You were such a big shot. How come that's not even a statue or a placard? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> He's old man. It's a sore spot with old Mo. Hey, Mo. The, the young Michael Corleone wants to buy out his motel. <laughs> Your credit, <laughs> my credit good enough to buy you out? Sure it is. It's this thing only cost a hundred grand. <laughs> Please so, take it off my hands. <laughs> so, well, if if Motel Green had taken on Fredo in that operation, what would uh, what would what would the beef have been with Fredo instead of banging cocktail waitresses two at a time? What would he have been doing instead? Uh, what would his distraction have been? <laughs> <laughs> like in the pool, I guess. Yeah, maybe or take cable TV. <laughs> I was trying to think. He was like, he was like breaking all the, the sanitary paper things that go over the. Do they still do those? I don't think I've seen those in a oh, while. Over toilets? Yeah, remember there used to be like a paper thing that was like for your protection. Yeah. There was like a piece of paper over a toilet so that like has to prove that it would be clean or something. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, let's get to get a compound and mm-hmm. move into a hotel. Because mm-hmm. this thing, we have maid service and everything. Oh my gosh. That would be fantastic. You could have visitors come. Yeah. Places to stay. You can Airbnb a couple of the rooms. And then when like wow. when people come, if you need to, you send the tenants back to Sicily on a, an all expense paid yeah. vacation one way. <laughs> yeah. Let's not get carried away. <laughs> or you could have Frank Fantangeli's brother come visit and stay. <laughs> <laughs> he has nothing to do with this. He's just here to support. Came, so now, on, came but, on his own expense, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> So now all the button men, though, are, are staying in those. Yeah, in those sounds hotels. like. It's got to be nice for the button men. Yeah, stay close. Well, I don't know. You don't want to live too close to your boss. <laughs> you keep, your, keep, your friend, keep your boss close, but keep your enemies closer. That's <laughs> yeah. the, uh, well, surprised like Clemenza's not staying there. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I get the impression Tessio and his crew are more involved in in the protection business. Hmm. I, I just feel like in the movie and in the book, Tessio's crew is referenced a lot more now that yeah. things are heating up. Yeah. Tessio provides security for the the meeting that's yeah. supposed to take place with Barzini. Guaranteed his safety. Talk mm-hmm. to Barzini. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. I'm trying to think. So what is Clement? Clement is in charge of... He's dancing. Of, 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 of bakery uh, goods <laughs> yeah, and... <he's>, uh, <laughs> Improv lines and dancing. Yeah, his wife wouldn't wouldn't give that up in the contract <laughs> that he's allowed to yeah. work security too. So I've got a bunch of stuff about Carlo. Do do we want to talk about that, or do we want to get into the the interactions with the Godfather up in the bedroom? Um. Well, I don't think anyone actually talks during this minute, do they? That's right. It ends with Tom looking very uncomfortable. <laughs> like he's, he's, Tom, Tom's like inhaling, like he's about to speak. Yeah. <sighs> 
he's about to give some pretty terrible news. But I do want to say that uh, Connie does like bread, she points out. She does. (laughs) In the script, it showed, I think that was Sandra, who talked to Mama and said something like, hey, isn't that enough chicken cacciatore for you? I think it was something like that. But Uh, Mama doesn't respond. Yeah, I think at one point, um, I think... um, Sandra Sandra or Teresa I don't know which one it is no Teresa's way in the corner she is there so Sandra says something like oh that's a lot of bread and Connie says I like bread yeah yeah and then you see that big bowl of bread out in the next to uh, Carlo Uh when he's uh, when he's when he's pounding look at Sandra one of the the early Atkins diet adopters low low carb (laughs) low carb Sandra Well, you know, they, now we see Connie is pregnant, so it's, yeah, you know, she's definitely she's eating she's eating enough bread for two. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. So you said you have some stuff from the book. Oh yeah, I got some great stuff from the book. Sock it to me. Uh, it's really about they can sock it to me. <laughs> so this stuff you don't see in the movie. Mm-hmm. You see a little bit later when Carlo and Connie are fighting. Uh, it's it's um, it's really some interactions with Carlo and Connie. So this what I'm about to read is. After the Don got shot, but I think it's before he was brought back to the house. It's not okay. clear in the book. But this is a flashback. It could be happening concurrently, not exactly at the scene, because mm-hmm. obviously Connie and Carlo are, are right. in their apartment or house. Puto writes, page 235, Carlo Rizzi was punk sore at the world. A punk sore. Punk sore at the world. Once married into the Corleone family, he'd been shunned aside with a small bookmaker's business on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. The candy store. (laughs) The candy store. It's even more humiliating. What? That the front is a candy store. (laughs) Can they at least make it like Optimo Cigars? (laughs) You think he's still like cotton candy? It's it's not even just like a candy store, like a... Like a, they just call it that, like a corner store, you know, like, but it literally just like candy. Kids are coming in all the time. All those like, you know, basils where you fill up your own plastic bag full of candy and lay it out, the Carmel's button. And the Don not trusting uh, Carlo is probably like, you know, to make it a convincing front, Carlo, I insist you dress like a clown (laughs) serving candy to all the kids. I'm gonna have yeah. I'm gonna have Clemenza check on you every day and make sure you dress like a little clown. I wish every time we saw Carlo, like he still had some of the bit of the makeup like around <laughs> his neck and stuff, like yeah. from like he didn't quite get it all off. Why like, does he have all that white stuff all over his Or he's dressed exactly like the the Carlo he is, but he still has the big nose on. He forgot to take it off. <laughs> so he took the makeup off but the nose was still on his honestly <laughs> no wonder he's pissed off yeah. all the time do you think that's why Joe Pesci got so mad about the clown what am I a clown because oh, I what do I amuse oh, you because yeah. it's you know, the sore spot for all the you can act like a clown <laughs> <laughs> what can I what can I do what can I do <laughs> and then let's see puts all right um uh, he'd counted on one of the houses in the mall on Long Beach. He knew the Don could move retainer families out when he pleased, and he had been sure it would happen, and he would be on the inside of everything. But the Don wasn't treating him right. Mm. The, quote, great Don, he thought with scorn. An old mustache Pete who had been caught on the street by gunmen like any dumb small-time hood. He hoped the old bastard croaked. Whoa. Yeah. Sonny had been the friend. Sonny had, Sonny had been his friend once. And if Sonny became the head of the family, maybe he'd get a break. Get on the inside. He's wa- looking in for me. 
<laughs> Can I take this clown nose off? Maybe get a better business. Just he, don't tell me you're a clown. <laughs> he watched his wife pour his coffee. Christ, what a mess she turned out to be. Five months of marriage and she was already spreading, besides blowing up. Real guinea broads, all these Italians in the East. Wait, what does that mean she was spreading and getting... I when you see when you said spreading, I thought that meant she was getting fat. But that's what like I thought too. Spreading and besides po- blowing up, yeah. Oh gosh, you're not only blowing up, you're spreading too. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, I I can't tell you the difference between those two. Yeah. He uh, Carla reached out and felt Connie's soft spreading buttocks. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I read this. I pre-read this to make sure it didn't get too graphic and. So here we go. She smiled at him and he said contemptuously, "You got more than you got more hand than a hog." It pleased him to see the hurt look on her face, the tears springing into her eyes. She might be a daughter of the great Don, but she was his wife. She was his property now, and he could treat her as he pleased. It made him feel powerful that one of the Corleones was his doormat. Oh, damn. Very sad. Yeah. Sad. A little bit more about Carlo. Uh, Puzza wrote a little bit about how on their wedding night when um, when they had gotten all the money in the purse mm-hmm. oh, uh, sweet tomorrow. Yeah, Carlo took it from Connie and she put up a fight she wanted to keep it or do mm-hmm. something with it and he ended up beating her up and he took it and uh, Puzza wrote this is, this is Carlo reminiscing or remembering that Christ he'd blown nearly 15 grand on the track and showgirl bimbos mm. so that's how he spent that wedding purse money um, and then he, Puzo goes on to write about, uh, it was all small bills cash, right? Yeah. So, it's perfect yeah. for the track. That's true. It and, is a good track. Strip clubs, I guess too. Yeah. If you're like, I'm assuming strip clubs back then, you just went in with single dollar bills. I don't even know. Were there like strip clubs back then? I don't know. Like legit, I like above know. board strip clubs. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. I know everything with them is whores. Yeah, that's a I think a different type of establishment. Yeah, right. And then Carlo uh, starts assessing his own strength, and he knew he was physically stronger than any of those so-called hard guys that worked for the family. Guys like Clemenza, Tessio, Rocco Lampone, and that guy Polly that somebody had knocked off. Hmm. He wondered what the story was about that. Then, for some reason, he thought about Sonny. Man to man, he could take Sonny. He thought even though Sonny was a little bigger and a little heavier. But what scared him was Sonny's rep, though he himself had never seen Sonny anything but good-natured and kidding around. Yeah, Sonny was his buddy. Maybe with the old Don gone, things would open up. That's interesting that um, that he thinks that he says he could take on Sonny, and clearly when we see later on. So later on, does that mean he... If you ask Carlo, would Carlo say, yeah, I could have taken him out, but... But I can't because he's Sonny Corleone. Yeah, because he's Sonny Corleone. So it's yeah. like, you know, I'm fighting him, but also if I know if I beat him up, then... Yeah. then, then so yeah. was that, he just I guess had that, to take a beating. That That's be why him. he ran, probably, and just yeah. eventually took the beating. Come here! Yeah. Come here! Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the book, both Sonny and Carlo are much bigger. Yeah, everyone. Fredo is everyone's yeah. much bigger. In that yeah, way. they really leaned them down when yeah. casting. Yeah. Um, so a little bit of in, 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 uh, peek behind the curtain in the life of Carlo Risi. Yeah. yeah. There's a little bit more, but we'll wait till um, we get to the scene where Carlo and Connie are fighting. Yeah. I'll have to look into it, but the actor who played uh, Carlo. Mm-hmm. 
has been has been um saying some stuff recently about really? his experiences on the Godfather. Interesting. Do you remember what? I don't remember. I'll I'll bring it up for a future show. Obviously, we have a lot more Carlo coming up, but yeah, because I think he talks about where, uh, like he was trying to dish it. Uh, and I, you know what? We'll do a we ask we answered about that. I'll for look that up, one, yeah, I'll look up okay. some information about that. Okay, we'll ask, we'll, we'll answer. answer. So if you want to hear us answer that, we will do it in the bonus section. Uh, if you go to Star Wars, if you go to GodfatherMinute.com/support, and mm-hmm. you can sign up, get bonus content. Uh, anything else for ninety four? No, that's it. I just had a little bit of background information. It still feels like a transition minute. The Don's getting settled. I did think one, that one shot of the Don when they pull the child away, mm-hmm. the last child, yeah. and start clearing the room. He holds up his hands, yeah, and it, it's sort of a saintly shot. Mm-hmm. You see his hand. He's laying in the bed, oh, and, yeah. and he holds up his hands, and the room's not well lit. Yeah, it just it's one of those common. Um, yeah, the way kinda, his hands are, are, yeah, are common, gestures. Yeah, yeah, just common look yeah. for in those saint paintings. I thought it was interesting or that they basically, him laying in the bed there, it's pretty much the same type of shot as when he's laying in the bed in the hospital. Yeah. It's like that same, the same angle and everything, so mm-hmm. I don't know if that was intentional or just mm. because of the way the room is set up that... that uh, I would think that you'd want to change it to a different angle so that there's no confusion that he's not in the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As opposed to having look just the same way, but yeah. you know, just the small things. Well, the notice. key difference too, he's got all the sandbags in there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He does <laughs> seem a lot heavier in those, uh, in those scenes. One of the things that's um, in the, uh, in the, whenever I've heard uh, Francis Ford Coppola uh, talk about uh, auditioning Marlon Brando for mm-hmm. the role, mm-hmm. he, he says that the reason he always says one of the reasons Marlon Brando, one of the reasons he talked all like that is because it's because the when the Don got shot, he got shot in the throat. Oh. And so his voice is uh, like it never quite recovered from from that. But oh, I was like, okay. but his voice is like that all the time. And also we, like in this scene, it looks like the Don has a bandage on his throat. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And when he tries yeah. to talk, that's, I guess that's that's next uh, tomorrow's uh, yeah. next, minute, next minute. So we'll talk about that more. But uh, mm-hmm. anyway, so well, I, well, in the beginning of the movie, is his voice as coarse it sounds, I mean, I, later on in the movie, his voice is much more like, oh, yeah. oh, you know, it's more like, mm-hmm. oh, did you talk yeah. to us? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, that's right. Yeah, you took care of that. But it's not like at the beginning, he's like, oh, you know, there's <laughs> no like, big contrast between his voice at the beginning and his you voice. You can act the, like a man. <laughs> you can act like a man. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that's when Brando's not doing raspy. It's like, hello, I'm about, no, it's like, more like, a, anyway, <laughs> he's all like, oh, Mother Brando, am I? <laughs> Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, but and also you don't see him get shot in the throat or anything. No, so, just five uh, shots so, in his, in know, his in the back, pretty much. Still alive, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm guessing a lot of injuries can affect your voice. Maybe he was, maybe he was intubated. They had to intubate him with that mm, tube. Did mm-hmm. they have that back then in the 40s? Oh boy. Uh, I don't know. I wonder. Yeah. We'll ask. We'll, ask. we'll, we'll answer. answer. Oh man. Gotta be careful the questions you ask. You're getting into <laughs> medical history. Medical technology history. All right. So I guess we'll rate this minute then. Yeah. What do you got? Well, not a lot happens. It's a lot of setup. Yeah. You do have Marlon Brando. I do, even though there's not a lot of dialogue, I do like the succession of shots. 
the door being closed, mm-hmm. the wives in the kitchen, the button men, Carlo. There's a brief interaction between Carlo and Connie, which is always great. I, I can't almost think Carlo scenes bump up a rating. They're, hmm, they're just, you, there are not many of them. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And of course the Don's in it, but he doesn't speak. He does not speak. Yeah. All right. I think I'm ready. I think I know what you're going to, you're going to rate I it. think I know what you're going to rate it. Okay. Let's say each other's guesses then. Okay. We're saying each other's guesses now. Yeah. Okay, ready? Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> I thought you were going to go three. I was going to go two. Oh. And I thought... I, went, I was going three. I would thought you were going to go three, but then I thought because you thought I thought you were going to go three, <laughs> that you were going to change it to two. Oh, no, I said no. Two. So we both might have saying our real rankings, but assuming the other person <laughs> exactly, was going to say yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did try to throw you off with the, the, the tone. I uh-huh. went, one, two, three. <laughs> well, yeah, I heard you throw that one on because yeah. you, you were like, oh, you know, yeah. you knew I stopped. So you're like, oh, three, three. So you really rated it um, two? Well, not that it's bad, but it's it's like a catching your breath kind of a moment. Okay. It's, it's sort of like after the, all the drama of mm-hmm. the, the shooting and stuff, we're still reeling from that. The Don comes home. It's kind of yeah. setting up the the next bit where yeah. they talk about business and That's stuff. True. So it's not that it's bad. It's just, you know, they can't all be. Yeah. They can't all be threes, right? <laughs> yeah, they can't all be threes. I thought it was I a solid three minutes. Technically, they could all be threes. There's uh-huh. nothing that's like they couldn't, <laughs> that's but, but they but, So what movie, if you had to guess, any other movie out there is entirely threes, be it every single minute? Hmm. What's the, is that the most mediocre movie ever made? The most average, it's just watchable, but not so watchable that it ever gets above three, but, I think but not worse. I three. think there's a lot of movies like that. Yeah. Just solid kind of, eh, like, no, no like real big. Eight sp- Weddings and a Funeral, like all those that are just kind of middle of the road. Yeah. I've never seen that movie, but I get that impression. Yeah, I feel like like a lot of Tom Hanks kind of movies are like uh, that. Like I, kind of, it's kind of like where he plays like a spy or, you know, like, yeah. or those, uh, Mm-hmm. I feel like our mom likes a lot of three star, consistent three star mm. movies. She's always like, "Have you ever seen that Tom Hanks movie with this?" And I'm like, "No." She, oh, you should really see it. You know, like it's, yeah. and I'm sure it's it's you know anyway, unexciting but competent. Yeah, GF three. No, because I think GF three has some really great yeah. moments in it. Yeah, so it does have some. It does have it some, some higher stars. Ones. You have to yeah. be consistently three is very difficult. Do you think. think on average GF three is a three star oh, movie? I don't know. We can wait. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I'm thinking about lowering. You know, because currently we have our our, our stretch goal with mm-hmm. our uh, Patreon is once we get to a certain amount every month. Then we're going to do the GF3 commentary. Yeah, the audio commentary while we're watching it. Well, yeah, live audio commentary. And I'm so eager to do it. I'm thinking of just lowering the the amount we have to get. Because you want to do it so badly? Because I want to do it. And if we just lower it a bit, we can tell people, hey, all we need is like four more people to sign up and then we'll be able to do it. But, uh, you know. Let's give it a little more time. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I think right now we I don't want to lower the Zadda standard. I think right now we would need 20 more people to sign up, uh-huh. which is, you know, not insubstantial, mm. but um, mm. so we'll see. Okay. We need about one third more people to sign up. Mm, okay. So, well, all right. Know, unless we lower it, then we only yeah. need one sixth. And that's only three more people, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If one person leaves, we'll have made our goals. So. <laughs> 
Hey, by the way, I know we're getting ready to sign off, yeah. and we've been struggling to find the next sign off. You got one? I got one. What is it? You ready? Za 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 za. Hey, 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 hey. za, yeah. za. <laughs>